listening to South Radio, San Francisco. Good evening. It is Wednesday, April 27th, I believe, and I am live from Throw House Records. This is a special episode of The Bo Show. I'm DJ Bo here with Test the Waters. What up, what up? Hey, thank you for having us. Oh, thank you so much for coming. This is going to be exciting. They've curated their own playlist of their favorite pop punk and that sort of thing to share with all of everyone and, you know, rock out. Um, just introduce yourselves and your, you know, your position in the band and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, my name is TJ. I'm the singer uh, and I record bass. I guess I don't play it live. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'm Ryan. I play drums. And there's a couple members who aren't with us. Uh, you might as well say their Yeah, names for sure. Uh, so there's Cole on rhythm guitar, Devin on lead guitar, and then we got Eugene, or we call him Huge Jeans on the uh, bass guitar. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. That's exciting. I mean, so I've been following you guys for a long time. Good friends. Me and TJ actually went to high school together. Yeah, so we've yeah. known each other for quite a while. Um, seen you guys perform live. You guys kill it every time. Um, You're too kind. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for uh, coming to all of them. <laughs> of course, of course. Anyone out there listening, definitely come check out some uh, some Test of Water shows. You have one coming up soon, right? Yeah, May 27th at uh, Elbow Room in Oakland. Awesome, yeah. That I think I've seen you from there before mm-hmm. as well, and it was an excellent venue. It's a very cool venue. It yeah. has like a million stairs, unfortunately, so yeah. you got to yeah. lug all your equipment up those, but yeah. very cool venue. Yeah. Makes you fit. Our mm-hmm. very first show was there, though, and it was a great time. Dude, fun. it was like so much more than we deserved. It sold out, <laughs> and it, it was awesome. It was so Our much show fun. show sold out. Oh, my God, that's it was so amazing. much fun. That's, you know, that's poetically beautiful, and you guys deserve it. So Oh, thank you, man. Um, yeah, so we have some great songs coming up with them. I'm just going to shoot the shit, chat some up. Um about their stuff and the most exciting part is at nine o'clock we're going to be debuting a brand new single from you guys called called save a trace yeah i'm very excited it's an awesome song um and we're going to hype it up pretty hard um and it releases i believe this friday right on spotify available Uh everywhere available everywhere so definitely save it to your playlist play it loud play it proud (laughs) (laughs) yes please Um, so yeah, so let's jump into this and just, you know, describe like what uh, this first block of music, you know, I what it represents and that sort of thing. Dude, for sure. So you asked us to come on the show and we thought like we could just play a bunch of pop punk songs that we love, old classics and modern ones. But we thought we could kind of instead delve into like what makes something pop punk or what are some elements of pop punk that we like. Yeah. Um, Don't get us wrong. We are still playing our favorites. Also, yes. <laughs> but this first section um, is something that comes up in a lot of pop punk songs. It's the uh, the big Tom Heavy drum intro. Yeah, I'm sure like a bunch of songs just came to mind, but so here's a few of them. Awesome. Well, let's get started. The first one we have going for us is Longview by Green Day. One of the classics, Bay Area legend, right? Dude, legend. Legend. Um, gotta love them. Shout out to all the Green Day fans and all Green Day. So let's get right down to it. Watch the tube, but nothing's on. I 
that last one was Transparency, Transparent Soul Jeez, mm-hmm. by Willow featuring Travis Barker. What else did we play? Tell us a little bit about it. Well, we started off with Long View by Green Day, which is just a classic, right? Like, I'm sure most people have heard that song off of Dookie. Um, I think it was like 1994 or something when it came out. But I remember when I got it, because my mom brought home Dookie from uh, the, Dookie. the album. Yeah, she brought My mom brought home a massive Dookie <laughs> and just handed it to me, and it just it just changed my world. Wow. Um, but I think it was like third grade or something. She brought it home. But I remember she was like, you can listen to this, but she, you can't listen to this song, Longview, because it says masturbation. And so I remember when we were in the car, and anytime that would come on, she would like turn down that one line and then turn it back up. So, But that I've been listening to that song forever. Yeah, it's a great one. And then after that, we had uh, Mount Diablo by The Story So Far. Uh, one of our biggest influences just Absolutely. had to be, and they're so good. Um, when we were recording our first album, we actually used that exact song as reference for mm-hmm. We Want Our Toms to Sound Like This because they're just booming. They're so good. Yeah, and The Story So Far went to high school, I think at Northgate High School, which was, I mean, Emil, like, you know, 10 minutes from where, I don't know, like a 15 minute drive from yeah. our high school. It was like our rival high school in uh, cross country and that sort of stuff. I totally. Think, so. so, I mean, yeah. them being from, you know, and the song's called Mount Diablo. So that's pretty sweet being from the Bay Area. Um, so that's a classic. And that's from like the 2010s. I think it probably is 2010. Is I think my, it's 2011. 2011. Yeah. Um, so this kind of, you got like the classic era of pop punk, then the 2010s and the Transparent Soul is obviously new. It's Willow. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty bitchin' and it's got Travis Barker on drums. Obviously, yeah. he's yeah. everywhere right now. Throwback. kind of coming back. It's pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, totally. He's on a lot of, like he did um, Kenny Hoopla. He did, yeah, did Kenny Hoopla. Um, he did stuff with, um, well, Machine Gun Kelly, right? Yeah, everyone. <laughs> of course. <Fuck>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> emo girl. Any emo girl fans out there? Uh. Well, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it is what it awesome. is. Awesome. Yeah, that was a great lineup. Um, yeah, so just to remind everyone, this is The Bow Show, DJ Bow here with with Testa Waters playing some of their favorite pop punk, going through it, and... You know, eventually we're going to debut their new song, Tra- Save a Trace. Oh, God, I'm like, so kind of nervous, excited. dude. I'm yeah. excited. It's happening. We get yeah. to show it to people. So it's tell me so a little fun. bit about um, how your band got together. Like, how do you guys know each other and that sort of thing? Yeah, so all four of us went to college together. Um, and in college, like, we went to, I mean, I don't know how many concerts together, but we didn't actually play instruments together. Like, I didn't even play music at that point. I was just an enjoyer of it. Um, but we were all in the same dorm. Ryan, you were on the third floor, right? Yeah, I was on the third floor, and then the rest of them all got just, like, randomly selected to be in a room together. Uh, what are the odds of that? Yeah, um, that's so crazy. And then I was really, really good friends with Cole, and so I would come down and hang out in their room all the time. Yeah, so, so... that's how we all met. Yeah, so, I mean, like, we were friends, and then immediately Ryan was a homie. Um, so we hung out all through college, and then after college, I went to Japan to teach English, um... We were just all doing our own thing. Mm. And then when I was there, I, you know, I'd been making EDM, like terrible EDM. And I was like, I was always trying to find this blend of EDM and pop punk. And I thought like, why don't I just make pop punk? So I hit up these guys. I remember I'd never had seen Ryan play drums, but he, but he played the rock band drums. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> crazy. I in was uh, obsessed with rock band because that was my one outlet to play drums. <laughs> but he was a beast, right? And that's like the one instrument that in singing from the game that translates. Yeah, pretty much. So <laughs> I hit him up and I was like, you want to start a band? He was like, yes. The next day he messaged me and was like, also, I bought a $2,000 electronic drum set. <laughs> I was in. immediately in. Yeah, wow. I was ready. <laughs> yeah. And then so uh, then we just started hitting everyone else up, Cole and Devin. And uh, that's basically how it started. Wow. We, once we came back, once I came back to the U.S., we started meeting, had sessions, started making our music. That's it. That's amazing. That just like all kind of came together. like Totally. And it's so crazy that like you guys went to college together, didn't play music together. But then you guys found, you know, like, oh, we love pop punk. Let's 
bring it together and you all play instruments that's so cool like that's very unique I'd, I'd say yeah well and two of us didn't even play instruments until like <laughs> we, till we started yeah. <laughs> I was just like I'll well, pick up bass I can't tell so <laughs> thank you and yeah you, you can, can tell you can, can tell. <laughs> <laughs> thank you awesome all right so what about this next uh, block of songs we have coming up? Um, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, uh, for the next block, we're going to be talking about another important element of kind of newer pop punk uh, or uh, easy core, as sometimes uh, the subgenre is called, uh, the breakdown. It's mm-hmm. just uh, when the song just, you know, it slows down and just goes mm-hmm. hard, and that's the whole point of it, <laughs> and you go crazy. Yeah, and the first song on there is from A Day to Remember, and they're kind of like, a lot of people note them for... I don't know, kind of spearheading easy core, at least being the most popular for a long time. Um, and I think definitely some of our music, we have breakdowns. We take yeah. a lot of influence from easy core. Um, so our song is going to be the third one in this playlist. You'll definitely hear some influence there in the middle of the song. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, let's start us off. The, what's the first song? Let's tell me a little about that one right before oh, yeah. we jump in. The first, first song is uh, the downfall of us all by a day to remember. And uh, it goes right in from the oh, beginning. Yeah. It's one of the most legendary breakdowns of all time. The intro is just, it's awesome. 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 Well, let's get started with the day to remember. This is the Bo show live in San Francisco on psych radio. <laughs>
show dj bo here with test the waters and that was just a test the waters song oh yeah what was it called are these hangovers worth it i ask myself all the time yeah, the eternal Dude. question yeah i know and you I, always have one answer and then you actually get hangovers and you maybe change your answer a little bit yeah well my <laughs> answers typically no they're not worth it but then i'll go out once in a while with friends and i'm just like i've decided tonight they are worth it then it usually goes back to no the next morning yeah, the next morning, <laughs> yeah. immediately change your mind yep 
That's how it always goes. I'm like lucky. I've never experienced a horrible hangover yet. Oh my you Lord. are very lucky. Yeah, I had so many. My like, clock is ticking though. I'm sure. Dude, friends know me as the guy who would get the worst hangovers from like a few beers in college. That's rough. That's bad. rough. Yeah. So uh, what did we just play? Cool. So the first song was "The Downfall of Us All" by A Day to Remember. Classic, easy chord mm-hmm. with that breakdown right at the beginning. That's so iconic. Mm-hmm. Well, and so anyone wondering what Easy Core is, uh, we did a little little research while things were playing. So it was originally a tour with Newfound Glory, Four Years Strong, A Day to Remember, and another one, Crime and Stereo or something. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of these three bands that had a similar sound, and then everyone just started calling it Easy Core, like pop punk with breakdowns. Uh, the second song was We All Float Down Here by Four Years Strong, which is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, I'm a huge fan of like skate punk and as well, so this, the speed of that main riff is really cool. Yeah, and then the third song we played uh, was Are These Hangovers Worth It by us, Test the Waters. Mm-hmm. Uh, such a fun song. Honestly, I think it's one of our best. It's just, it just goes hard, and it's a fun yeah, time. Yeah, it's fun to end with, too. Like, we always end our, we often end our shows with it, because it's just got this big anthemic ending, just, like, everything falls apart and comes together at the same time. It's just madness. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a fun one. That's very fun. It always gets people riled up when uh, you guys play that one, which is just awesome. To it's see. so fun to yeah. see. Yeah. Um, talk about a little bit the process of like how it was coming together, you know, being called friends and then becoming a band and writing your first song and mm-hmm. recording it. What was that like? What were some of the challenges? Yeah. So when we first started, when I was in Japan, I was sending demos to everybody. Just like, guys, I have ideas of like these five songs. Um, and those original demos, I guess, On the Fence became mm-hmm. a song. Tardigrated became a song, and in vain. It's going to. It's going to become a song. Wow! Keep your eye out for tarnish the waters. Ooh. Probably shouldn't be saying it. Spoilers. <laughs> but um, but I was sending them demos. I didn't play guitar. I didn't have a guitar. Oh my so God, I took right. yeah, I took a synth and ran it through like a digital distortion plugin, so it sounded roughly like a guitar. I forgot about that. Oh my God! <laughs> so they sounded terrible. But whatever, everyone was like, uh, you know, we'll just go with it. So then we met in person. And met a few times. I guess On the Fence was the first one we really worked on, huh? Yeah, pretty much. I think after, like, we kind of just spent a whole weekend together, hold up, writing and practicing uh, and recording. And uh, that was the first one at the end of our first uh, session that it was mostly done. I think so. Point. We definitely had, like, the verses, the chorus, the main riff. I remember Devin went outside um, in the morning because Devin wakes up hella early. And so we're all sleeping. We're all yeah. just completely sleeping. And he comes back inside and he's like, Guys, I have it. I mean, I think it was legit like that. And he yeah. comes inside and he starts playing the main riffer on the fence. And we were just like almost crying. We're like, like guys, we're going to be famous. We're going to be famous. So then I guess so then that that song and Are These Hangovers Worth It? The original I recorded in my closet, literally my closet, produced it myself. That's why it sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and it's then, like uh, electronic drums on that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, literally like recorded in the closet. That's right. It's wow. not even MIDI drums. It's just your electronic yeah. drum set. It's my electronic drum set, and I'm like playing it, but it's all samples because we couldn't <laughs> yeah. we couldn't like record an actual drum set at the time. <laughs> so yeah, and then so from there, um, then we started being like, let's get a real producer and see what happens. Mm-hmm. So then we found Ben Hirschfield at New Tone Studios, um, and even before that, we got introduced to him by Scott Goodrich. Who he's the one who records, mixes, produces our stuff recently. Um, we've been producing with those guys ever since. They're they're fucking awesome. Yes, would recommend. Mm-hmm. They're great. Awesome. They're awesome. And they're they're. I'm assuming they're they're local. Local. Yeah, yeah, they're local too. But local, uh, yeah. they're like uh, Pittsburgh and Concord, so we're out okay, there yeah. hanging out with them. That's they're awesome. awesome. Yeah, they're our brothers. That's great. Yeah, I gotta support local. You know, music makers, producers, that sort of thing. So, dude, totally. I keep it going. And I know you guys have. Um, we can talk about it later too, but 
to get more detail, but you have relationships with like other local bands too mm-hmm. around here, right? Has it been really nice just kind of getting to know other musicians in the you know the Bay Area scene and kind of like do you guys get influence from them and that sort of thing? It's it's so cool. There's so much local music that is just fantastic mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. it's like how do you not have tens of thousands of views? Um, I think our buddies Tarnish has got to be our favorites. That yeah. we just <laughs> vibe with their stuff so hard. Um, Giveaway is another one that's fantastic. Uh-huh. Lots of great. There's a stuff. ton out there, and I think like part of the reason why quote unquote some of these bands aren't famous is just like it takes a lot goes into making a song, get it produced yeah. well, get the marketing out right. Yeah. Some of these people like you go to a local show, don't expect. I mean, sometimes you know there's bands that have it's their first time playing. Like when we played, we probably weren't perfect. Yeah. Some local bands will blow your mind. Like it's genuinely oh, yeah. so good. It's amazing. You feel like you've just you know stumbled upon something amazing that you weren't supposed to find. Yeah, you're part of like this like small group that's like, oh my god, I found this secret. I know how amazing this is. <laughs> totally, it's so great. We could talk on for, for so that's long. That's awesome. No, that's great. It's really true, and that's like you know one of the goals here at Psyched Radio is to kind of open the doors and have more shows and more people like bands, local bands on the air to kind of talk about you know their process and get their names out there and that sort of thing. So absolutely, yeah. thanks for you having us on. Of course, yeah, it's looking awesome. All right, so let's um, tell me a little bit about this next set. Yeah, so now we're just going to go back and play the, the classics, mm-hmm. the ones that kind of started it all. Um, our biggest influence probably besides Story So mm-hmm. Far, Blink-182. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be the first one. Um, yeah, but just lots of great stuff from 80s, 90s. Yeah. Yeah, first song is Damn It by Blink-182, and it is probably my favorite song of all time. Just hits a good spot. Yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, let's jump right into it then. Everybody's gone, and you've been there for too long To face this on your own, well I guess this is growing 
that was linoleum by no effects mm, classic so good yeah uh tj is saying something funny just now about like playing linoleum in the studio <laughs> so uh, maybe i wonder if scott's listening to hilarious <laughs> so we're in the studio the other day right and i i love that song like my favorite style of pop punk and punk in general is like as fast as can be because i was super into thrash when i was in middle school like thrash metal and I was warming up for the studio and trying to play that riff, you know, banana. And I was practicing, and Scott goes, our producer goes, "Dude, are you trying to play Linoleum by No Effects? That's awful. <laughs> it's just like it sounds terrible. <laughs> it totally did. It's so fast, and the drumming, I assume, it's also fast. I could not even hope to keep up with that song. It just the drums are like for the whole song. And you know, live, they probably play it faster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, the song before that one, um, it's called My Age by Descendants. Um, We saw them live near our college town in San Luis Obispo. I don't remember exactly where they were, but nearby. Mm -hmm. At like a random ranch in the middle of nowhere. It was them and NoFX, actually. Oh, yeah, that's right. NoFX was there, too. Yeah, that was weird. (laughs) And and, and also, no, was the rap concert, was that a different festival we went to there? Uh, Were the rappers there, too? No, that was a different one. Okay. Same place, though. Yeah, weird place. But um, they're like, I mean, probably in their 50s when they were playing that concert. But Descendants go so hard. They yeah. There's no pauses in between songs. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, they're crazy. They came up in the uh, hardcore scene. Uh, and they're kind of like the first pop punk band. Uh, but it definitely still just sounds like hardcore. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, they just go really hard, really fast. And it's great. Well, and it's funny, too, like when you talk about classic pop punk, it's you start going back and then it's like, well, how far back do I go? Because these people are influenced by these people. Right. I mean, I even think of like B-52s and stuff. I mean, mm. a lot of that's pretty punk. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like kind yeah. of the surfy side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then the song before that was Damn It, Blink-182. Most people probably heard that one. It's a classic. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. That one's been I always play that one. It's just, yeah, like a, an ending to a chapter in my life, like graduations or something. I play that and I'm like, oh, it just hits the spot yeah it's definitely a ending end of story yeah ab- absolutely also it's funny blink way 2 just reminds me of like the era of the early 2000s like mm-hmm. american oh, yeah. pie-esque kind mm-hmm. of just like yeah well, they college. were literally in uh one of the that's right country. yeah that's right they Which were one was it? so i think was, in, was it the first one they might have been i think they're in a scene where they're like spying on the foreign exchange oh, student it's bad, uh, some, it's bad. that movie's not aged but, yeah uh, <laughs> i mean that's the thing about a lot of pop punk and just that era right it's early 2000s everyone knows not a lot of that age super well. Yeah, it's yeah. a different time. It's it was definitely a different time. <laughs> Emil, were you into Blink One Eighty Two and stuff in like middle school and I early two thousands? I was definitely more of a Green Day person, more yeah. like classic, like Green Day, Ramones, Sex, like just really classic old school. That's um, awesome. It's like nice. what my my dad loved, and like he always. Had, I remember like as a kid seeing like American Idiot like on the table and had the parent explicit warning yeah I was like, oh, totally. with the so gr- cool. grenade in his yeah, hand yeah I could tell my dad was listening to it. I was like yeah. wow it looks so cool <laughs> but then when I finally listened to it I was like oh shit and I listened Dude, to okay. other stuff too so what was the so that was the album that got you into Green Day then American Idiot it was Idiot. that plus Dookie as well uh-huh. it was a mixture of the two yeah for me it was, it was Dookie and then yeah an American Idiot I remember when I heard that like Boulevard of Broken Dreams right yeah. the first time you heard that riff you're like Am I depressed? Like, <laughs> I'm six or whatever. Yeah. Oh. Uh, fun yeah. fact about Boulevard of Broken Dreams: that was the very first song I ever learned how to play on the drums. Really? Wow. That's cool. Trey Cool. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so cool. I honestly like, and I knew Blink uh, when I was in middle school, but didn't get into them too much until I was like a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I didn't get into a lot of the older style of punk. Like I got really into Descendants, Snow Effects, um, bunch of other things. Like Lagwagon's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I didn't get into them until college really just yeah. 
you know, I feel like late high school is when a lot of people start branching out from whatever definitely. they were fans of before. Yeah, yeah definitely. Know? Just like that time in your out of end of your adolescence, you're trying to figure yourself out. Yeah. You're in a new place. You're going to explore different types of music. Totally. You know? And we were talking about we were all into Linkin Park, right? That's such a oh, gateway yeah. for yeah. so um, many people. Angsty gateway. <laughs> yep. You know, anger. Yep. Rip to Chester for oh my God, I know. being He's... gone. But left a legacy. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this is the Bo Show here with Testa Waters throwing down their favorite songs and eventually premiering. Very soon. Song. We're at Ooh. we're at Throw House Records um, in San Francisco, live in an attic above the record store. I, I hit my head on a beam earlier. I'll post it as a video at live some point on on I'm, video. I, mean, I hit it hard. <laughs> it's it's an aggressive. It was a bonk. It's aggressive. It was a, I got bonked. Yeah, yeah. It's a. What do you guys think of the space? You think it's, it's dude? This is cool. cool. It's yeah. very cool. If I was yeah. any taller, I would be hitting my head on the ceiling. I yeah. just barely not. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm only five ten, <laughs> so <laughs> it's really cool in here actually. Very yeah, sweet. Yeah, they throw some uh, some cool shows here at Throw House too. So like, if if everyone's down for some punk and come by and hang out and look at some records and thrash out in the basement, <laughs> dude, hell yeah, I would highly recommend. It's kind of Very the dream, cool place, honestly. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's. Um, you want to talk a little bit about your your next set of songs coming up? Yeah. Uh, so next up, we're gonna play. Uh, it feels like every pop punk band has mm-hmm. their one biggest song is kind of a slower yep. or more acousticky kind of song. Mm-hmm. Without fail, every single pop punk. <laughs> yeah. <band. laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to play a couple of those. Uh, just bring the mood down a little bit after yeah. the crazy intense punk that we just listened to. Yeah, you don't want to get our hearts palpitating too much, right? Right, yeah. exactly. And these next two are definitely like, we love these songs. This is mm-hmm. Story So Far and The Neck Deep, both kind of 2010s uh, pop punk bands. They're definitely massive for people that know them. Um, very cool songs. All right, so what's the first the first one is it It's going to be placeholder, placeholder by the story so far. Great, great. Yeah, so this is slowing it down a little bit. Not too much cuz it's still pop punk. Right, so it's exactly. always going to have some energy <laughs> and some anger and angstiness to it, but it's not going to give you a heart attack. No. Nope. This is the Bo show.
Almost 48 hours have passed since the fall of an atomic bomb and an attack upon the cities of man. And even now, we are only beginning to see the aftermath of a massive display of destruction and power that is uprooted our fragile sense of peace and civilized society. Despite the rubble, there is a predominant sense of wonder and marvel at the awesome nature of this technological juggernaut that bewilders the very core of the human mind. Sometimes at night I let it get to me. Sometimes that is not enough. No, sometimes that is not enough. And stop calling me up. We're never going to put the pieces back together if you won't let me get better. And stop digging it up, or we're never gonna see Pieces back together if you won't let me get better. in bloom by neck deep this is the bow show with test the waters tell us a little bit about those two songs yeah so like ryan was saying like every pop punk band has to have a slow song it's probably going to be their most famous 
which is not what we're saying our song is, okay? Our song is next, but we're not we're not uh, making any assumptions it's going to be massive. But that's kind of what we were going for. We're like, we got to make yeah. a slow song. Mm-hmm. We well, got to try to be a little more emo. We tried to write a slow we tr- song. We tried. <laughs> I, like, everyone kept saying, you know, like, got to try to write a slow song. And so... I started the, you know, the base of the song and I was like, dude, this is a slow emotional song. Oh it's going to, and then everyone else was like, dude, it's basically a drum and bass song. It's like 180 BPM. Is fucking God, so honestly, that's, that's us though. At the, at the end of the day, that's you know, true. we got to keep the energy up. That's mm-hmm. just our style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, well, this for everyone who is joining us right now, mm-hmm. we are about to premiere Yes. World premiere oh of Save a Trace, the new Tess Waller single. Yes. Tell us a little bit about the process going into it to hype it up a little bit before we, you know, debut it for the listeners. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how the song came about. I remember I was showing you the original, just the guitar riff. It's not even yeah. a riff. It's just the chords in the song. But I remember just being like, oh, we got to put this in the song. It just, it hits the spot. And then I think on the way back from rehearsal, I was in the car and started to work on the chorus melody. Um, and then the song turned into like a four and a half minute song at first. Yeah, it was it was kind of a mess, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like we just kind of were like, let's put in this cool part and this cool part, mm-hmm. um, and it just got a little bloated. So then when we were working with Scott, um, he was kind of like, okay, let's let's trim this down a mm-hmm. bit, and I think it came out so much better because of it. For sure. I mean, we we are pop punk. That's what we we you know label ourselves as, and so we try to keep in mind like pop sensibilities. Like right. we want the structure to be approachable, to make sense. Um, it was a fun song before too, but we had like almost an actual drum and bass section into a three four. Like it was crazy. It was nuts. Yeah, but um, now this is a really fun song, and I feel like a big point for us. Like this is a this is a next level for us in terms of really thinking about how we structure songs. Like yeah, really trying to get the groove um, perfect, you know. And whether or not that happened, it felt like that to us for sure. Yeah, it was just a big part of our songwriting uh, evolution, I guess, where it's like, okay, we're going to try and write something a bit less energetic, but still still energetic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a lesson in kind of keeping things simple and effective and getting to the, the good stuff, you know. Yeah, and uh, about the song and what it's about, I don't usually like to tell people exactly what a song's about because I don't usually even know. I just write stuff <laughs> that, you know, sometimes the yeah. verse doesn't even match the chorus in terms of theme. But um, this song mm-hmm. is kind of a breakup song but also just the feelings you get when you break up whether it's like a romantic relationship or even a friendship and you just look back on that friendship or relationship and you think like did i waste time and so that's what this one's about yeah yeah so you can cry if you need to okay it's it's uh, <laughs> this is a safe space why we, this, yeah this exactly space. you're probably at home on your you know just have your headphones on so yeah i mean you know that's what the radio is all about. It's about listening to music and crying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's literally that's, all that's it's about. The Bo Show goal is yes. to make people make cry. Make you cry. Yes. I, I made people ball on the hyper pop night. I'm going to make them ball tonight, too. Hell yeah. Um, so, so. Yeah, so. Oh my goodness, here we go. Here, oh, we're going to count down. We have a couple minutes. We're going to literally wait. Till hits nine. Oh, just nine. oh let's okay. do it. Let's it's like, do it. It's like New Year's. Oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. So who's <laughs> gonna kiss? Waiting for the ball to drop. Yeah. Are we all gonna kiss at New Year's? I mean, we're sharing the mic. We're pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan and I have been kissing for like what an hour fifty eight minutes here. It's been wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my wife, who's probably listening to this. <laughs> uh, talk a little bit about the artwork's amazing for the single. Oh my by goodness. The way. Yeah. I, it like is beautiful. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, one of my co-workers well not anymore but one of the people Ooh. that i used to work with uh she went off and is kind of doing her own art thing right now wow. and uh we just hit her up and she's like yeah i'll definitely do it and it came out fantastic it's 
beautiful. Dude, and it came out totally what we told her to do as well. Like, right, we wanted, it was actually started as a picture that I took when I was in Japan. Mm-hmm. We said, like, we want something kind of real, but with your unique touch on it. And she just nailed it. Yeah, like, first try, just to, like, that's amazing. <laughs> send it yeah. to us, and we're like, oh my God. We, we didn't change anything. <laughs> we, we added, like, our little logo on the bottom right and that ruined it. it. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> it looks, amazing. Yeah, she it's, did a great job. It's beautiful. Like, it is, you should frame it. Like, it's oh, so nice. Totally true, yeah. right? Yeah. All right, we're getting down. I mean, I wish. Oh, 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 oh my time. gosh. All right, here we go. World <laughs> premiere of Save a Trace Ooh. by Test the Waters. All I could say is, wow. That was amazing. Thank Aww. you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Oh, we're so excited. Ooh. Yeah, wait till you see the royalties you have to pay us just for putting that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Dude. Chip in, donate to Psyched Radio SF. <laughs> to pay for yeah, the royalties dude, please for do that. anyone. <laughs> Thank you for giving us the chance to put this uh, on the radio, man. That's oh, so absolutely. awesome. That was it was amazing. It was so, so, so good. Thank you. you. Know? Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. You. Um, tell me about it. You know, tell us about the process making that song. You talked a little bit about before, but, you know, get into the nitty gritty. For sure. So, so we done, we do most of our recording at, uh, we've talked about Scott, our producer. Hopefully Scott's there because I've mentioned his name like a hundred times. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we, we started like recording guitars, recording vocals, getting all the stuff set up, you know, the structure, um, then came drum recording day, right? And so one thing that changed is for anyone that knows music theory out there, you might even just be able to feel it if you don't know music theory. In the bridge, it's in 3-4, which is a different type signature than the rest of the song. And Scott was like, guys, we can get from 3-4 to 4-4 four, four seamlessly. I know we can do it. Just give it to Ryan, and he's going to oh do his homework. God. Yeah, <laughs> so basically they uh, kind of wrote, they uh, reformed a lot of the song, did the guitars and stuff, and then TJ comes to me and he's like, all right, yeah, we changed it so the 3-4 is actually in the middle of the song, and we have to get out of it. So, you know, figure it out. You got it. And uh, I was just like, excuse me? <laughs> what? So I was really stressing out about that a lot. Um, and so I was just kind of playing around with some fills and stuff, and then I had a crazy idea to add an extra beat in there. Dude, and before you, you get to the, you know, I don't know, the climax of that, when we were in the studio, I remember thinking, like, God, we shouldn't have done this. I was like, I don't know how we're going to get out of this. Like, this is, and then Ryan was just like, let me just try something. Yeah, I was like, hear me out. I have this crazy idea. And I was like trying to explain, okay, put an extra beat here. And he's like, here? No, 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 right here. And like, we got everything all set up. And then I was like, okay, I'm just going to, just going to send it. So we just played it. And first take, I just did, you know, whatever. Um, and then TJ, you want to tell your side of the Dude, story? Dude, it just it just blew my mind. It was awesome. Like, I, I don't know if bands gush about their own music all the time, but why shouldn't you? You're the ones who made it. And I just felt so good. I was like, our drummer just nailed that. And it felt awesome. We're in the studio. We heard it from the first time. I don't think you re-recorded that fill. That's exactly what you yeah, we tried had done the first take, time. But the first time was just... It was the one. There's something awesome uh, about it. Yeah. So it was a great feeling. I like those feelings in the studio are amazing. When something works and you hear it come to life, it just it's awesome. Oh yeah, absolutely. Hard to explain. Yeah, that yeah, that's amazing. That the fact that I even I didn't even know that it was the first take. Like it was just one and done. Yeah, you that's crazy. It. That's insane. It was super fun, and it was funny too because right Scott often rips on us if it's something bad, right? Like oh, yeah. he wants to tell us the truth, and you know it's funny. But he heard that and he was like, dude. That was awesome. <laughs> you know, it was really cool. And that's how you know it's real. That's dude. how you know it's good. Like, it's earlier, he was like, oh, you guys just, your drums, you want to sound like the Eagles. I'm like, oh, man, I really don't want to sound like the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was just kind of ripping on us, but it was, you know, all good fun. Oh, yeah. And then we did that part, and he's just like, yeah, I think that's it. And I was like, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that may have been, like, the last thing we recorded that day. I, or, well, it's close to it, for pretty sure. Close, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the whole wow. story of the song. I mean, Amazing. it was a fun one to write. Very fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. that guitar riff was pretty sick too. I oh yeah, saying, yeah. I, uh... <laughs> yeah, Devin just shreds, dude. And yeah. on our um, on our new single that we're working on, um, Devin has another guitar solo like games, yes. and oh, it sounds great. The shred awesome. master, the shred, 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 yeah. Shredvin Martin. God. No, no, we are not calling him that. Shredvin. <laughs> <laughs> we have a um. You guys have a music video in the work for this one, which yes. I had the pleasure of working yes. on with you. Um, so everyone stay tuned. It will 
It will be released. It will be released, and it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty sweet. Dude, Emil is the biggest champion for our band, and it's so awesome. That's true. Um, so we want to thank him for everything he's done for us. Absolutely. Um, music videos have come out great. We're gonna play Tardigrated in this next section of songs. So if you haven't seen that music video, check it out. Emil did a great job. <laughs> oh yeah, the music video is like exactly what we asked for, exactly. and it it turned out great. That yeah. is that was exceptionally fun. That was to be very on. fun. That was a fun set. Um, Remember was, how cold it was? It was freezing. It was yeah. freezing. So, for anyone who doesn't know, the music video takes place like in a house party, but there's a pool scene, and you know you think you know it gets kind of hot where we live in the East Bay, right? It gets like to the 90s, so you think, oh, it's probably not that bad. But we shot this in December, and it was like 30 degrees outside. Yeah, it Maybe was probably colder. freezing. It was yeah. chilly. And TJ, I, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Yeah, so okay. we'll, we'll talk more say about that. that yeah, that it. It's very cold. <laughs> yeah, it was very cold. Yeah, so what's the next uh, batch of songs you have coming up? Yeah, so next ones... Um, so another big element in pop punk is in Tardigrated as well. They're choruses with halftime sections. So for anyone that doesn't understand halftime, can you, in layman's terms, explain halftime? Oh, my God. I put me on the spot I, I think here. I, I don't know. Uh, I guess it would be just kind of how you feel the song. Mm-hmm. If the normal beat is like, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Then when you get to the halftime part, it's half as fast as that. So it's like, one, two three, four, and uh, you'll you'll hear in the songs, like, the, the pace kind of ha- halves or shifts, and that's when you feel it. It kind of yeah, hits harder. Yeah, like, everyone in the audience, when they start bobbing their head and jumping up and down and bouncing, that's often a halftime section. Yeah. Mm. Um, so it's really common in pop punk, changing from halftime to full-time to double-time, all these things. Um, something I love about pop punk, it changes all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's what these next songs have in common. Great. And which one are we starting off with? What's uh, what's on the menu? First one is Jurassic Park by Stan Atlantic. Um, the lead singer, she's awesome. Her voice is super Fantastic. killer. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great song. Awesome. Well, this is Jurassic Park, as they said, uh, live on the Bell Show. You just, if you're tuning in now, you just missed it. We just debuted Save a Trace by Tessa Waters, and it was amazing. So good. Don't worry. It's Coming out on all streaming services on Friday. On Friday at noon. I think noon. Noon. At noon. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like PSC. save it. You know. Fo- also just follow Tesla Waters on all the streaming services and listen to their their other music right before. Do b- binge their music. Listen <laughs> yeah. to all the yeah, time. Yeah, you gotta get caught up. Yeah, I get you caught up. Right? Yeah, I get caught up. It's... <laughs> We're season three or, <laughs> or like four. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you know, no worries if you missed it, but you know, you missed something beautiful, and I'm really honored that you guys debuted it on my show. Thank you guys. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, thank you, me. I appreciate of course. it. And this is Jurassic Park.
couldn't get a grip, you die a little more.
tardigraded. I feel so tardigraded. <laughs> I feel tardigraded as well. <laughs> yeah. Daily occurrence. Should I, should I, it's hump day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> should I tell people what that means so that they're not like, what, what is what it? are they talking yeah, about? Yeah, I think... I think explanation's good, for sure. Okay, I'll, I'll make it short. So tardigrades, probably a lot of people know about them at this point, but they're microscopic animals, right? I'm pretty sure they're technically animals. Um, yeah. They're super resilient. Um, and what happens is, like, if, they un- if they're in a place that's got a ton of pressure or really hot or super cold, anything out of the ordinary um, for their environment, they, like, shrink into these tiny little balls called tons and squeeze out all the liquid inside of them. That's that's kind of gross, but um, I use that as a metaphor just for being at a party, at like a college party or whatever, an unfamiliar party for you where you feel kind of awkward and you just kind of close into yourself into a corner and and you just you get real awkward. Um, so that's kind of what the song was about. That's being tardigraded is like a, a state of high awkwardness, yeah, anxiety. Literally me every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like everyone could relate to just feeling uncomfortable like an event that you don't about the many people at and you're just mm-hmm. kind of like all right i'm gonna try to be social now Dude, but right, you try your best you but try your like, best oh. but especially when other people like everyone knows each other mm-hmm. that's happened to me many times i'm at a party Oof. everyone knows each other and i know like the host and that's about it and yeah. it's like oh this is uh, that not is actually a nightmare yeah. yeah well and so that's what we made our music video about as well mm-hmm. so if you check that out it's got the whole story of a tardigrade at a party or a tardigrade at a human party. I don't exactly. It doesn't really make sense, okay? But just it, you know, enough. Sense. Enough. Sense, the magic yeah. of filmmaking. Is <laughs> exactly. Sense. Movie magic. Yeah. Um, and it has a nice ending, so he's not just awkward the whole time. You'll see. I don't <laughs> want to. Spo- I don't want to spoil it. No spoilers. Yeah. No spoilers. But yeah. Um. Yeah. The the music video is on YouTube, so you could check it out under Tesla Waters Tardigraded. Mm-hmm. Um. Has a decent amount of views now. It has like six hundred yeah. plus views. It's going really well. Which is um, awesome. So thank you yeah. anyone out there who yeah. has li- watched it. Seriously, thank you. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. And, like, you know, I forgot to mention, I should have mentioned more on the show, but follow Tesla Waters on Instagram to keep up to date with their content, different shows you guys put on. Like mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier at the beginning of the show, you guys have a, um, you have one coming up in yeah. late May, right? We do. We're going to debut a uh, couple new songs, um, as well as we've just been practicing a whole bunch, having some fun, getting ready for shows. Yeah, some new covers. we mm-hmm. got a lot of good stuff nice. prepared. We're pretty excited to really get fun. back into it. It's, it's going to be very fun. Show. Yeah, yeah, and that show is going to be with Tarnish. Which we talked about the them boys. earlier, the boys. Um, that's going to be with Dead End Job, who are also awesome from from the Bay Area. Um, and then Thanks I Hate It, mm-hmm. who they hooked us up with a show in Santa Cruz once. And they're mm-hmm. super cool. Music's great. They are great. Super fun. And live, awesome. they're fantastic, too. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, they're great. Just kind of uh, new emo stuff. Ooh, yeah. that's fun. If you, if you want to know anything about emo, you got to ask Ryan. There's, oh, there's yeah. like five phases of emo. I don't okay, know. There's... They're waves. Get it right. Five <laughs> waves of emo. See? Well, See I, I could guarantee you we're going to have a emo night at Bo Show coming up so we could go oh. through all this. That'd Interesting. be awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll need your help, though, because I need to branch into that era or type of music. Right. I got you. All right. So let's talk about the other two songs that we just uh, played and yeah. about why you chose them. For sure, yeah. Jurassic Park is just a banger. That song yeah, is awesome. Yeah. It's, it's so a much fun. fun. One. Yeah, and uh, so the lead singer, I can't remember her name, Bonnie something. Mm-hmm. They're from Australia, um, and they just rock. They're super cool. They've only been around since maybe, tw- I feel like 2016 or maybe wow. 2017. Sounds about right. Um, yeah, but they're killing it. They have some really big songs. They have some really big songs, seriously. Um, so I think as Pop Pump continues to become kind of popular again, 
I have a feeling they're going to continue to get popular, get bigger shows, be around for a long time. Definitely. Um, and it's, it's great to see a bit more representation, you know, female lead singer. That mm-hmm. really wasn't all that common back in the day. Yeah. So it's totally. really cool that we're getting some more diversity in the scene for sure. A- absolutely. Um, they've got quite the catalog. They're awesome. And then the second song was the anthem by Good Charlotte. I mean, come on. Come <laughs> Good on. Charlotte. Come yeah, on. Awesome. I mean, come it's on. just, oh, I that song about, just I honestly forgot, but you mentioned earlier that like what? albums did you listen to a lot when you were you know adolescent good charlotte was definitely up there for me i watched a lot of good charlotte for sure i mean i think my influences and what you hear in music in our music at least from my side is going to be pop punk like green day blink 182 good charlotte Sum 41 stuff like that um and then thrash metal like i listened to a ton of thrash metal so it was from guitar hero 2 i was playing that and there's megadeth best game in the series yes there's a song by megadeth in guitar hero 2 and i just fell in love um so then I started listening to all the thrash metal. Those are my main two genres growing up. Nice. What about you, Ryan? Uh, growing up, let's see. Uh, I was super into Linkin Park, super into Blink-182. Yes. Um, I kind of went through a bit of a metal phase. Uh, I was really into Slipknot and then found like the classics, Metallica and stuff like that. Um, but then it really changed once I found like indie. Indie was like my jam mm. for a long time. Yeah. Um, more recently, it's been Hyperpop for sure and Emo. Those have been my main two. Yeah, well, and then so the ending of Tardigrated, right? There's a buildup with like a, oh, with yeah. like with a filter cut off and everything, right? So all of us also were big into EDM and electronic music in college. So that's definitely an influence we want to continue to draw from a little, like adding cool effects and yeah, we definitely build-ups have buildups. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, we definitely love buildups and breakdowns, right? Those that's are a drop. Yeah, <laughs> we love drops. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, you need more of that and like you know mix it up for totally the punk too. You know. Well, and like you guys were talking about hyperpop earlier. I mean, that's got a lot of pop punk influence with buildups yeah. and yeah overblown sounds and distortion true yeah it's the electronic punk basically honestly yeah all right so what's up do we have uh you said dj's choice yeah so next up is gonna be a block of just some songs that uh i wanted to play um that didn't really fit into any of the other categories um so the first one that we're gonna be listening to is in april by anxious um i'm calling it right now this is the the next big band they are going to blow up i'm it's gonna happen they uh have their roots in the hardcore scene but this is like their pop punk album and they just went on tour with knuckle puck and hot mulligan so they're they're starting to make some make some waves um yeah i love that song and then we're also gonna listen to a song by hospital bracelet which i actually don't really know much about that band but the song is fantastic and super fun <laughs> and about D&D so God, I love it. <laughs> awesome and then the last song is by a band called Glass Beach which is uh, kind of the new emo fifth wave stuff um, it's it goes hard and then it also has like this long not ambient but just open end section so we get a couple of cool things coming up here awesome awesome let's let's hit it off this is the bow show and this is DJ's choice for Ryan from Test of Waters, the awesome legendary drummer. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with in April.
Glass Beach with Neon Glow from Ryan's Selects. Talk a little bit about your Selects. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, like we said, the last one was Neon Glow by Glass Beach. Um, that band is wild. Highly recommend listening to their album all the way through. They mix in a lot of unique sounds. They have some like electronic stuff, some lo-fi, some like ambient, some really punky ones like that one. They have like some show tune influence it's show it tune. is That's a sick. crazy album and their singer when he gets screaming sounds like gerard way a lot from wow. my mm. chemical romance so that's cool fantastic band highly recommend There's a great bridge in that song too mm, yeah it's so relaxing yeah it's so good yeah that uh album was one of my most recent like albums i've been obsessed with um <laughs> and so then before that we listened to sour og rpg by <laughs> hospital bracelet I'll be honest, I don't really know much about that band. I haven't listened to anything besides that one song, but I love that song, and all the lyrics are hilarious. It's uh, all about basically, like, uh, a relationship that kind of broke up, um, but it's all in, like, D&D terms. So, like, the chorus is literally, like, I was an NPC and you were the DM and stuff like that. It's really, really fun song. Um, and then the first one to start off the block was In April by Anxious. Uh, like I said before... That band is going to blow up. I'm calling it right here, right now. So <laughs> keep your eyes first. on that band. Awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, do you feel like you have a very, like, like I, I was talking to you earlier about, like, emo and all that thing. So it seems like you have a very, like, broad palette of, like, different types of genres you like. Do you find yourself pulled in different directions, or how do you usually, like, listen to music? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like I'll just go through phases of being super into a certain genre, um, mm-hmm. and then once I'm kind of over it, like, the best of the best from that time will get added to like my favorites playlist and be songs I love forever. But uh, yeah, I like to explore genres a lot. Um, like I said earlier in the the show, I was like really into indie in mm-hmm. high school, and I think that's kind of what got me into exploring genres a lot because indie is super broad and there's a yeah. lot of really unique uh, sounds within that genre. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, like during 2020 and the pandemic, I got super into hyper pop, <laughs> which oh, you know, yeah. all alone in my room, like dude. <laughs> I remember I remember you blowing up like all our group chats, being like, "Check out this hyper pop banger!" Oh and God. we were all like, "It that is a hyper pop like, banger." What the hell is that? Yeah, at first it was a little <laughs> bit like that, right? And then we understood yeah, it, it. It's definitely like uh, hyper pop's like. There's a learning, there's like not a learning curve, but it's like, you know, kind of beer or coffee where it's like you kind of get used to the taste. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh, this yep. is really good. Yeah. And then, like, for me, like, same for you. I think once you get the taste, you're like, oh my God, this is I so good. It. I need <laughs> this all the time. Like, it's crazy. I think also just that, like, we're talking about that bridge with hyper pop and punk makes it mm-hmm. just like nice. I don't know. Yeah, it works because hyper pop is like, it's really poppy, but it's also the textures in it and the kind of choices that they make are like super aggressive mm-hmm. in yeah. the songwriting so it, it transitions pretty nicely from it scratches that itch yeah. doesn't it yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly yeah well this is uh the bow show again on life here at throw house records with testa waters here you know throwing down their songs 
and you know about 39 minutes ago we debuted the their newest single mm-hmm. save a trace here live on the radio station but that don't worry so it will be on spotify apple music whatever you listen to this friday at noon mm-hmm. so say pre-save it just write it down anywhere put a little post a note put it next to your work computer <laughs> no like at noon say sorry boss gotta gotta log off gotta this listen to important. the new <laughs> test the waters song it's way more important turn all that into a video because that sounds great just like get your boss's reaction to that too yeah <laughs> and a zoom meeting just like hey guys wait wait this is really important i know <laughs> yeah. i know the company's about to go under but gotta listen to save a trace but test yeah. the waters. who so next we have i think tj it's your your choice DJ yeah choice yeah, so I got uh, three songs coming up. Um, so, I mean, I think a, probably a lot of people have noticed that pop punk is kind of returning to the mainstream a little bit. Like you've got Willow, you've got Olivia Rodrigo, Machine Gun Kelly, of course, and a bunch of people, right? I mean, whether or not you like them or not, pop punk is definitely finding its niche again in the mainstream. Um, so these next songs, we've got one of them is by an artist called Mod Sun. And he's probably my favorite from newer pop punk artists. Like, I just think he's very genuine in what he's doing. Um, and he used to be this drummer for Scary Kids, Scaring Kids, I think, which is kind of cool. I didn't really know that until recently. Um, and then I've got a classic by Sum 41 because I love Sum 41. Uh, and then the last one's by an artist called Sueco, who I found recently. This song that I'm going to play, I just love it so much. It's like only two minutes long, mm-hmm. but has two choruses, verses, a bridge. It's just, and it's got like a hyper pop influence in the end. It's awesome. Oh, so, yeah. Very excited. Cannot wait. So this is TJ, lead singer of Test the Waters, throwing down his favorite tunes now, starting off with Karma from Mod Sun. I hope you choke on every lie you said to me. I hope you move out of this city suddenly. I hope you get
That was Turnstile with Blue Bayou, one of the you know bigger names probably right in dude punk, especially in like hardcore. I mean, they've got to be oh, yeah. the biggest name right now in hardcore, I would think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like they're uh, kind of like how Green Day was for punk. They're like the gateway into hardcore. I mean, mm-hmm. that's how I got into it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think me, I think me as well. Um, we actually went to their concert recently in San Francisco. Um, they were kick ass. Oh my god, it was insane. Yeah, yeah, the whole place was a mosh pit. Which when I was there, I was like, if I don't get COVID here, I'm never gonna get it. I'm fucking immune. <laughs> but but I didn't. So, so but it was good. awesome. Um, yeah, and then we heard a few others. Right, Karma by Mod Sun, Nothing on My Back by Sum Forty One, and Loser by Swaco. Um, especially Loser. I've been super into that song recently. I found it. Um, I don't know, like a month and a half ago, two months ago. It's just so catchy. I love how concise it is. Um, and I love to see like newer pop punk style songs coming out that are, they feel genuine too. Because one thing about some like I'm not, I'm not like a hater on MGK Machine Gun Kelly, but some things, some of his songs, they just don't feel super genuine. So yeah. it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool seeing other songs that uh, definitely feel genuine. Yeah. Um, and yeah, nothing on my back by Sum Forty One. That whole album is just oh my god, awesome front to back. I mean, it's literally called All Killer No Filler, and that is the most perfect description of that album. It's yeah. Just front to back awesome i'd agree they, they really had something going uh and then blue by you by turnstile yeah it's only a minute long we thought we'd just bleed into the next section which we're going to talk a little bit about like yeah surf influence and pop punk but uh that song's great super catchy yeah awesome, that is like yeah. my favorite turnstile song uh i've seen them twice now the first time they didn't play that song and the second time tj can attest to it i kind of just freaked out and then uh sprinted <laughs> into the middle of the mosh pit nice. yeah he was gone <laughs> <laughs> i kind of had this image in my mind of ryan like running away and then just all of a sudden appearing you know being thrown <laughs> into the air and yeah awesome yeah yeah surf like surf and punk kind of Kind of go together, I'd say. I was listening. I say big time. Yeah, I was listening to um. I was in San Diego last week. And I was driving down the coast. I was like, I'll pull on some old like grungy surf, mu- surf music, not punk, but 
you know, I really felt it. I was like, okay. Dude, that, it fits, it. This right? It's fitting a lot. You know, I could bleed oh, this in time. pretty hard to some other punk I listened to. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So talk a little bit more about um, your opinions and your thoughts on the surf punk. Yeah. Well, I'm going to leave that to Ryan because Ryan's a huge surf guy. I mean, I most of the songs that I found through are from him, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I was uh, really into surf music for a while. Um, I I guess, like, when I was, like, finding indie music and stuff, there's some kind of overlap with, like, Best Coast is, like, kind of indie and surf. Um, And then through that is how I found this band that we're about to play, Waves, who I feel like are kind of, like, the the kings of surf punk. Awesome. Um, Yeah, and there's – it's just so great. I love surf music. It's really upbeat. It's got kind of, like, a – makes you want to sway but also, like, go hard. Mm -hmm. It's – yeah, it's a lot less straightforward than regular punk, I would say. Yeah, and this next song, uh, Ryan – I think – I can't remember if Ryan sent it to me or I listened to it and was like, this is a Ryan song and talked to him (laughs) about it. But when I was in Japan, I listened to the song all the time, just, like, walking around the town that I was living in. So holds a special place in my heart that way. And he was right. It definitely is a Ryan song. I love this song. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. All right, let's start this off then with My Head Hurts by Waves. I can't concentrate, my brain's damaged over you. 
some surfer beats makes me 